This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the law firm of Davis & Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. in there somewhere i i didn't take notes because i have not felt well well i mean i actually did the homework and you didn't weird i know How, how's that i mean usually it's the other way around mm-hmm. well usually i only have like an hour to do it so um i did uh, uh before we get into this come up with this this thing like, there's four weeks in a month, you know? Usually, yes. I think we should one week do a movie review. Well, oh, okay. One week do a uh, not a review, but we have to come up with a place that we want to go and discuss what goes on at that place and all that stuff. You know, kind of like we did the the vacation thing. Yeah. Um okay. which was fun. Mhm. Um I don't want to limit it to just Ohio. Okay. Um but that takes 2 weeks and then the other 2 weeks we just leave open and talk about whatever we decide to talk about. Okay. Um but at least then Every month, you know, the listeners get a movie review, mm-hmm. a place review, and a place review, and possibly even a deep dive into a song or something like that. Who knows? There, there's that. Well, uh, the place review thing. What I was really thinking about doing with it was, um, uh, it would, it would kind of be. We would have to go purchase an alcoholic beverage that we've never had before. 
and try that live on the show before we discuss our our <laughs> other thing. Hey, like tonight, I've never tried this bourbon, and now I are drinking it. And I've never had the Devil's Cut before, so. Oh, um, you actually bought that on my recommendation. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you had it like uh, about a month ago. About a month ago. And you said that it was extremely good. And I, I noticed that the price was, it's actually reasonable. It's for a, a very reasonable bourbon. And like I say, that's that's one that I consider a mixer. You know, I mean, yeah, you can drink it straight and it's okay. It's, you know, but uh, yeah, oh, it's a great mixer bourbon. Yeah, it's uh, it's got a really, really good flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it mixes very well with both Coke and... Uh, and ginger ale. And ginger ale. Uh, the Coke was a little bit sweeter than I like, but the ginger I, ale... I, I always got to go for diet, like usually a diet Pepsi, because it's even less sweet than diet Coke. That's a... Now, I, I, have you tried Gentleman's Jack yet? I know that that's more of a whiskey instead of a bourbon, but... No, Jack Daniels is actually considered a bourbon, if I recall. I don't know if it is. I I got a bottle over there. I'll I'll check it out when I go to the bathroom. Um, is Jack Daniels considered a bourbon? It is not. You are correct. It is a Tennessee whiskey. There you, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, have you tried Gentleman's Jack yet? I don't think so. I think it was $65 a bottle. Probably why not. Over at Halls. And um, it, it was it was so smooth. <laughs> I would not mix it with anything. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, so like next week, next week should be like a, a free for all show. Mm -hmm. We just do what we want. And then the week after that, we've got to review a movie. So over the next week, think about a movie. Okay. Either new that's coming out or, uh, Something that's recent or even something that's old. Don't really care. People people will get the review. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I, are you planning on going and seeing the new Spider-Man movie that's out now? Um, probably not. I'm not a Spider-Man fan. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on anybody for that. I just yeah. It, it, it's it's a, just a cool that it brings together all the other Spider-Mans into one place. And it's, it really blew me away as to how good, because I had very low expectations and it blew me away. Okay. So I am kind of interested in it because of the, because of the TV commercial that they did, which really got me thinking. Um, and I don't know if you've seen, the the TV commercial where where Spider Man's like I've got to go save my name, and he steps out of a hotel room, and there's no buildings around, and he shoots his web, and it just kind of shoots out into a field. <laughs> <laughs> and it got me thinking, man, you know, Spider Man really, 
really can only anywhere. survive in a city. Yeah, like a big city. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it's it's a funny commercial. I can't remember if it's a Geico or what, but it's funny. But I I could I could swing it. I could nah, swing nah, we'll, Spider-Man. We'll, we'll we'll pick a uh, pick an oldie, like a real oldie maybe. Who knows? Ooh. Ooh. Go through the DVD collection, see what I got in there hiding in the background. Let's see. If I recall, you're not a huge MCU fan, correct? MCU? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, MCU. I get you now. No, I I like Marvel. Okay. Um, I like DC. I'm kind of caught in the middle. I loved the... Uh, well, I loved the Batman series. I love. Wait, are you talking about Nolan's? No, no, no. Christian Bale. Uh, no, I, I've liked all of the Batman movies. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm still one of the original fans. Yeah, so. I mean, I remember the Michael Keaton one that came out, and I do love that movie. It's well, I mean, it's that one was well extremely well shot. Yeah. Um, when you got into Val Kilmer and the the Batman suits with the nipples, it was getting a little bad at that point. The, 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 <laughs> you know, uh, the Batman suits with the, the nipples. bat nipples. The bat nipples were bad, um, and I, I I just absolutely love the Christian Bale trilogy. I really Christian really, Bale was great. Um, yeah. It, it, that one was just, and that, and that is kind of my biggest problem with DC is it, it's so not real. I mean, you know, you've got Superman who's basically God, you know, like nobody can beat him. So it's like, you know, you know yeah, it's just, what's the point? Um, but the Batman, but the Christian Bale Batman series felt so like attainable, I guess it, like that sh- I could see that shit happening in, you know, Gotham, Chicago, wherever the fuck, you know. So, yeah, I, I absolutely love that series. And I didn't mind. I've seen um, Ben Affleck's. I've seen Ben Affleck's, and I didn't hate it. I didn't I heard, hate it at all. I, I have not watched Ben Affleck's yet. I heard it's not bad. Yeah. Um. My favorite is still probably Christian Bale with Heath Ledger. Oh God, um, yeah, that is such a perfect movie. You know, I, I I loved I loved Jack Nicholson's interpretation of of the Joker. Yeah, um, I'm actually looking forward to to the new one coming out with uh, the dude that was in the Sparkle Vampire. What the fuck's his name? I know what you're talking about. I've seen some of the the screenshots and all. Um, didn't the the makeup remind you of the Heath Ledger? Uh, well, you got the you got the Riddler, I believe, to be the main villain in yeah. this next one. Yes. Um, and my only big thing is is the the lady playing Catwoman. Um, Oh man, I'm having few brain cells tonight. I can't. If remember. it is not Halle Berry, it it, it is not. Count. It is. Oh god damn it! What's her name? Oh Christ! 
Nah, I can't remember now. I just, yeah, I don't know. Wow, I should do a deep dive into into Holly Berry. Um, um, phrasing, th- huh? Phrasing. Of, I mean, she, have you seen the the Caesar commercials she's in? No. Uh, she's she's doing these commercials for for Caesars where she's dressed up as Aphrodite, and Caesars what? Uh. Casino, pizza, what are you talking about? It's Caesar's Casino, and they are, um, they use, uh, oh, God, not, who is that? The uh, the actor that plays Caesar is a, a black comedian who I've done, like, ten shows with down here in Houston, uh, and I can't remember his name, but his his... His fake wife, or his wife in the commercial, is Holly Berry, and and she's dressed up in like an Aphrodite outfit with, I I swear to God that woman, that woman's fifty years old, and looks like she's twenty five in that. I, I here, let me see if I can find a screenshot of it. Uh, Here we go. Slays is Cleopatra New Caesar's Sportsbook ad. Oh, you found it? Ah, just on my phone real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back again again. We've been talking, and y'all didn't get a damn bit of it. So, so we 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 uh, <laughs> we we were talking about what we wanted to talk about in this film. The fact that I did the homework, he did not. He has got the 25th anniversary edition, which has got a bunch of trivia, which I don't know if mine has or has not. Um, you were giving information about uh, this was supposed to be John Hughes's first film. This, so yes, this was actually supposed to be his debut, um, but he got 16 candles before he could do this. And what was cool about that was that he did 16 candles, and that was where he met Molly Ringwald. And so and Molly Hall, Ringwald Hall, and Anthony Michael yeah. Hall... Were, were brought in from 16 Candles to do Breakfast Club. Judd Nelson was the last person cast oh, really? for, for this show or for this movie. Um, John Hughes's directing style was very interesting. Actually, John Hughes's directing style, I like. I, I do too. find it to be something very close to what I, I like to do um, when, when I direct. And uh, it, it has to do with a lot of improv. Like, the entire dream sequence was all improv. Um, the, what? the, uh, uh, where is that? It's, it's at the, uh, it's when right before they all fall asleep and the teacher walks in and, and 
ask them if they have to go to the lavatory. Um, so that whole sequence was all ad-libbed. Of them just falling asleep, you mean? Of the stuff that they were doing, playing with the pencils. Oh, okay. Uh, you know. Um, well, I also heard that the, I mean, the the big third act where they're all sitting upstairs and explaining. The pot pot scene. No, no, no. After the pot scene. where they're Right, all, right they're after. All, yeah. They were all sitting upstairs. And they're all talking about why. The elephant. Yeah. I, I fucking killed the elephant and everything. I heard I his trunk and the light didn't light up. I, I, I fuck. I heard that uh, that was kind of structured only as an outline, and they mostly kind of improved that whole scene. And even like Emilio kind of really went off the books with his stuff, and it got real emotional, which was cool. I mean, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was um. Uh, it, John Hughes's directing style has, is is really based on having the actor. It's almost like like a Stanislavski uh, style of of acting, where you're asking that actor to to live that role. Um, and, and I mean, Judd Nelson took it took it to the hilt. Apparently, like the entire time that they were filming. He treated Molly Ring Ringwald like crap. Oh jeez. Uh hang on. I'm being interrupted. Well, I'm being interrupted. By a wife or a cat? Well, if you hear the meowing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's the wife. <laughs> Let's see. Is she still sitting back there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just sitting back there chilling like a villain. I see the other one in the kitchen trying to get some treats. Turn on my little heat. Turn off that fan. <sighs> Your little heat? I got a little tiny 500-watt it... heater for this little room, which is the addition to this house, which is not nearly as well insulated. Not saying that my rest of my house is well insulated this has got about zero insulation so i got a little little space heater in here all right back to our movie here yes uh six uh not 16 candles the breakfast club was released on february 15th 1985 and made five million one hundred thousand dollars in the first week that's pretty good and what i i think my reaction to that was probably uh, due to the success of 16 candles because that was a f that was a good movie i mean that movie did really well when it came out it, it it was a little slow to start but everyone was like oh my god this thing's freaking hilarious you gotta go see this damn thing now as i as i was saying right before burke disappeared the last time uh the breakfast club made Fifty-one million dollars worldwide, and I, I'm, I, I was trying to find whether that number was accurate for when the twenty-fifth came out, or if that number was accurate, and uh, as for like up to this yeah. point now, 
Um, I, I would I would imagine it was probably I would imagine probably as of the 25th anniversary edition would be my guess. Uh, that's what I'm guessing, but IMDb states that that's how much it's made worldwide as of this moment. So I'm not sure what's going yeah. on with that. Um, because movies make money. Oh, well past their expiration well, date. Yeah. Well past the point in time that we all die. Yes. Um, we had started talking about the beginning of the, well, we, we talked about a couple of places in the film, but let's start at the beginning. Let's just start at the beginning. The you mentioned uh, the opening credits with the quote from David Bowie. Not just the quotes from David Bowie, but probably the most popular movie song ever made. Don't you forget about me. Exactly. She suggested that also. Exactly. Wow, I did not know that. Uh Ali Sheedy was the one who who brought the David Bowie quote to to John Hughes. And these uh, children that you spit on as they try to change their ways are immune to your consultations. They're quite aware of what they're going through. Exactly. Um, now here here's what I, John. I, I was talking about John John Hughes's way ways that he directed, and. Um, he he liked to get what we call what we call method actors, method or, acting. or yeah, or actors that that Stanislavski was was huge on actors living the role. That, that Marlon Brando being a good example of that, where he would you know live and, as that character and before he did the role. Judd Nelson was was. Uh, he had quit college and started started tootling under under an actress, and I cannot remember her name. It's Stella something. I can't remember off my, off the top of my head. Anyways, she was huge into the Stanislavski uh, uh, style of of acting, the the method acting, and he took it to the hilt. He he essentially picked on Molly Ringwald even when the cameras weren't rolling and uh it it, it, it I, this is how do you how do you say it method acting is one of my favorites to work with because they really get into it but they're also the most annoying yeah cuz you can't talk to the person you have to talk to the character Right. Um, and the character may not be nice. Correct. And the actor may be a fabulous person. And you just don't know. Correct. So, uh, opening credits. Uh, here's another piece of trivia that I must give to you. <laughs> Please do. Uh, Michael Anthony Hall. Mm-hmm. The in in the beginning of the movie, all of the students are are arriving at detention Saturday detention, and uh, what was very interesting, what was very telling, was uh, 
all of them except for Bender, Judd Nelson's character, showed up with their parents. Bender came by himself. This is true. Yes. And and this was a uh a, it it totally symbolized the fact that he was he was on his own. Uh, the other thing that you figured out real quick with the Bender walking in, uh, Ali Sheedy's father almost hits him with the Cadillac. Yes. And he doesn't even flinch. So you yeah. automatically know who the antagonist is in, <laughs> in the movie. Um, secondly, Michael Anthony Hall, the scene in the car. Isn't that his? Isn't his that his real mom? Real mother. Yes. <laughs> and it's his real sister. His sister. Oh, cool. Okay. Um. Then I have a little bit more trivia towards the end. I'll t- okay. I'll tell you about that. Fair enough. At the end. Um. So but you... yes, it was his real mother and his real sister that. That's awesome. That that were in the car. Um, you go in there and use the, the, what was it? You go in there and use the time. We're we're not supposed to do anything, mom. Well, you go find a way to study, (laughs) mister. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is not doing anything for my fucking diet. I am on a biggest loser challenge at work. Uh, since last week I've gone down seven pounds this ain't helping, but but fuck it. We have to do this for the for the vast masses that listen to uh, all three of them. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So I took some notes, like I was supposed to, of how they this movie applies to my life or things that I found. I don't know. I'm going through it. And I'm watching. I'm like. I mean, the, my very first note at the eight-minute mark is Ali Sheedy biting her fingernails, which I did incessantly until, oh God, after college and got a job at a restaurant, and the, and the guy was like, you don't do that. You fucking trim your nails like a real human being. I'm like, oh, I guess that's what we're supposed to do. Okay, well, I'll do that. And I've done that ever since. Um, trivial, but trivial, it applied to me. So, so are you saying that you most relate to Ali Sheedy? No, I'm just saying that particular, like that moment. I was like, oh god, that was me. I was, you know, I, 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 fucking bit my toenails. When I was younger, because I could actually get my toenails. I, I was, yeah, I was a gross individual when I was young. A gross, gross. Oh, that's a movie we need to talk about. Gross Point Blank. Yes, it's a great film. That's a great film. Perfect <laughs> film. Oh, okay. Um, I, okay. Uh, I, I, I can't relate yet. Sorry? I can't really I don't I don't relate until we we get to the elephant. So, oh, okay. Well, uh, at, at the 950 mark. 
Bender starts. He's just bored, and he's sitting there going, nah, 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 nah. It's like, I knew Sunshine of Your Love before I even got into high school. I owned Disraeli Gears on vinyl with its, yeah, that was, I knew Clapton, and I knew Cream from years ago. So I was like, like, I I get that. I understand where he's coming from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and um, one of my one of my favorite favorite quotes that I will quote to this day is Bender when he undoes the door, sits down. Vernon comes into the office. They go, "What happened to that fucking door?" He's like, "Screws fall out all the time. The world's an imperfect place." I use that <laughs> quote constantly. I love that quote. Um. Oh, what was, um, yeah, I, uh, okay, we are very close to, to the, the moment in time that, that I, uh, I relate to, and, uh, it is Emilio Estevez. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Bender. Well, actually, it's Emilio Estevez, Bender, and and uh, Anthony Michael Hall's character um, are talking about. Uh, well, Bender Bender looks at looks at him and says that he's he's he wants to be just like him. <laughs> I, I figure all I need is a lobotomy and some, some tights. I use this line all the time, and then. You wear tights? But, no, I wear, the, I wear required the required uniform. Tights, tights, <laughs> and a great bit of comedic acting on his part. He 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 takes that pause and goes, "Tights, shut up." <laughs> I I I will I will be sitting in a board meeting or something, and I will all of a sudden just say, "Tights." <laughs> And people don't get it. <laughs> like, go watch Breakfast Club, and you'll understand. Now, um, there is a there is a Michael Anthony Hall moment where I, I it might be before they fall asleep. I can't remember. It's the twenty one minute mark, twenty one twenty four, where he's just sitting there, and random boner just pops. Oh up. God, that was the yes, he was watching Molly Ringwald or something. And, and, and honestly, oh my God! In eighth grade science class, I, I don't know if it was just the time of day. I have no fucking clue. All of a sudden, it was like I've got a piece of fucking obsidian rock in my pants. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's like this is not a. There's nothing sexual going on in fucking science class. Nothing. But it was just. It was time for. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Happy. How have you been? Oh, I'm pissed off. Okay, you're all nasty. Okay, whatever. So, yeah, yeah, went through that whole fucking thing. Um, oh, God. Uh, Ali Sheedy looking at an album cover. Do you remember what album it was? That The 37 Prince. minute mark. Yes. Do you remember which Prince album it was? Ah. Uh... I mean, there's only a couple out by that time, but 
was it Purple Rain? Mm -mm. It Glory was after Purple after. Rain. Yeah. It was before Purple Rain. It was the 1999 oh. album. Okay. I, I knew, you know, it's kind of funny because I was just sitting here watching Breakfast Club. And that was the scene that I pulled away or paused. <laughs> because I, I was like, man, that's Prince. That's Prince. Yeah. And, um... What was it? What, uh, that was that was right before they ate, or right after yeah, they ate. They were close, yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. It, it was really close to there, and the, uh, one of the trivia notes came up that that the Happy Foods bag that Emilio Estevez pulls all of his all of his food out of Four is an actual in store in Chicago. Oh God, that's awesome! <laughs> now that album was the very first CD that I ever owned. First time I ever got a CD player, the 1999 oh. album was the very first CD I ever owned. And, it, and, and it, from start to finish, that is a great goddamn... All the, all the side songs are as good, if not slightly better, than the popular songs. I love that album. Okay. My first, what was my first CD? My first CD was Def Leppard. Mm. Pyromania? Per Pyromania, Def yeah. Leppard. Yep. Uh, and um, so everyone knows ahead of time, yes, I have every album Def Leppard ever came out with. <laughs> I have every album that Bon Jovi ever came out with. Yeah, Okay. You and my wife would get along quite well in that aspect. Well, that kind of makes sense because Bon Jovi looks better than you and I put together. Not anymore. I'll tell you what, a couple of years ago, he looked awesome, and now he's starting to look like us. <laughs> no, nobody looks like us. Kind of like his... <sighs> His portrait of Dorian Gray in his attic got exposed to sunlight or something. I don't know what happened. But anyway. Okay. So, back to the movie. We were uh, we were at the... We were right the before point. the lunch scene because the next item is the lunch scene. Okay. Sushi. I yes. felt... Like I was the only person in 1985 that either A, knew of, or B, had partaken in sushi. My dad hooked me up because my dad lives in California as of, well, let's see. They split in uh, 1975, and he moved out of California. And so I would go visit him every year out in California and he like, you know, was like, let's go get some food. Okay, great. We're in downtown LA somewhere. And he's like, let's go get some sushi. I'm like, what sushi? And he's like, it's raw fish. I'm like, are you fucking serious? And he's like, yeah, it's good. It's sweet. It's tender. It's tasty. All right. So I'm like trying sushi back in, you know, the seventies. And uh, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, how many people you know like today that actually had sushi in the seventies? It was it was amazing. I, I was like kind of taken by it. So yeah, when she's like whipping out the sushi for lunch, I'm like, 
Fuck yeah. I mean, I, I can't see raw fish sitting from like 7 a.m. to noon, but oh, yeah, we'll roll with it. It's, it's a movie. It's, you know, nah, it's a suspension of disbelief. But uh, yeah, totally digging the sushi. All right. Hang on for a second. Oh, so I, I tried to eat a piece of chicken. That was stupid. Too salty. Too crunchy. Uh, I, I I feel your pain. I have like about every six months, I will go through this phase where I get nothing but not all um, canker sores. Oh yeah, all throughout my mouth to the point where it, it's it's almost impossible to talk. Like I want to call off work; they're so bad. Um, have you tried mixing about fifty percent water and fifty percent hydrogen peroxide and switching that around for a little while? Because that seems to promote the healing. Well, I actually bought a mouthwash called Paroxyl. Yes. It was what my doctor told me to get. So I think that's got both alcohol and peroxide, which is a good combo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say this. The the ulcers, well, a, a canker sore is an ulcer. It's yeah. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I have them on my tongue and on the inside of my lips. Usually when I get to canker sores, they're just on the inside of my lips. I've gotten them on my vocal cords before, and that's fucking miserable. Um, this is downright miserable. Uh, I have had like 10 people call me, <coughs> or that I was supposed to call back, and I just haven't done it. I mean, I've, yeah. I, 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 I'm not even sending text messages because it's like, I don't want to talk to you because I can't talk. I don't want to talk. I just, yeah. And okay. I'm going to tell you how bad this got. I actually interviewed for a job this morning and the lady halfway through the interview asked me if I was drunk. <laughs> no. Have canker sores from hell. Don't think I'm getting that job. <laughs> Please tell me it wasn't the uh, Cleveland no, area no, job. No, no, okay, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, no. <sighs> anyway. Anyways, back to our... Uh, yes. Am I we talked about sushi and it's... Uh, uh, and there, I have yet to meet a sushi I don't like, which freaks people out because I will eat... The ones with like the octopus legs and the little suckers, and granted, it's a little tough to chew, but I like it. I like it all. Uh, let's see here. Korshak. Uh, the bag. Yes. That she carried her. Thing in was a Stanley Korshik bag. I don't know of that brand, but do enlighten. Well, um, St 
Stanley Korshak sells bridal wear. Uh, bridal shop in, in Dallas, Texas, in like the uh, most expensive area in the world. Interesting. Okay. Um, and I didn't even catch that. Somebody else did. Somebody else that was watching with me said, oh, my gosh, that's a Stanley Korshak bag. <laughs> was it a girl? Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't a cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. All right. What do you got next? At the 45-minute mark, when they all go through the hallways to Bender's locker. When they are running. Okay. Yes. No, no, no. They are just. No, this is pre-running. Okay. This is when they first go to pick up Bender's stash. I love the fact that there's, like, all this shit you have to go through to get to his stash. In high school, I s used to sell caffeine pills these 2020s or 5050s or whatever we would get somebody to buy these things and they, you would i would sell them at, at in high school is basically you know cheap speed and i had a book from home that i had hollowed out and glued the pages together so i had a place to stash my drugs and it just it did that brought back memories of high school where like oh, i gotta hide my drugs somehow. <laughs> so, yeah yeah that was that was a good one I, I mean i love i love Burke's the fucking getting axe arrested coming down. for selling caffeine pills <laughs> oh i'm you know i'm sure that you know i'm sure nothing horrible would happen i was you know detention and whatever i was like ah oh, whatever i love it um the running I, through the hallway, I love that. And that's Wang Chung, if I recall, is the song that they are running to. I do believe you are correct on that. Um, before we get to the running, Bender's Locker. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, you, you talked about the three bags that you had, you had to go through to get <laughs> to his pot. Yes. But... It's, it's even more of a gauntlet that you have to go through to get to his pot. The, the, the um, axe falling when you open the main locker the, is the, hilarious. The, and the guillotine the cutting toe. off. Yeah, the yeah. guillotine cutting off the shoe. Um, then Touch you've got to get into wait, the wait, wait, wait. upper compartment. Touch this and you die, fag. I believe is what's written on his locker. <laughs> um. What really, really had me laughing through that whole scene, though, is that he has a box of champion spark plugs sitting. I missed that in the top of his um, in the top of his locker. He pull he pulls the pot out, and you can tell that it was a prop because the box just kind of flies up and flies down. <laughs> you, you can tell there was nothing in it, but it's a box of champion spark plugs. I'm like. There you go. There you go. Probably All if right. you rolled, rolled a few, throw them in that box there. What the hell, you know? Yep. Already. You know it. And so right after that, at the 45, 51-minute mark, when they are running, 
Michael Anthony Hall is wearing a pair of blue and yellow Nike runners. Yes. I owned those shoes in high school. <clears throat> okay. I just, you know, you, you see that, you're like, oh, fuck. I, those were my shoes. Am I a geek? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I think I've got to go backwards, though. Go for it. Bender is sitting on the uh, the card catalog. And he's ripping, a ripping up book. a book of Moliere. Yes. Who is one of my favorite playwrights from that era. <laughs> um, but in the... Uh, in the, the discussion with Judd Nelson and Michael Anthony Hall that you can get on the DVD, they talk about how a piece of the book landed on the table next to Molly Ringwald and it screwed everything up for the scenes after that because they had to make sure, or every time that they went to... to to do another take, they had to make sure that that piece of the book was there. Oh, God. <laughs> the piece of the binder, I think. The piece of the binder that he yeah. had ripped off. <laughs> it was, I mean... A continuity just, error that they couldn't they couldn't accept. It was something that, that, that Judd Nelson was saying about it that kind of made me laugh. Uh, because Moliere I, I could really totally pumps my nads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact that they were so concerned about that book that or that part of the book that landed on it just cracked me up. <laughs> All right, so you can go back to your running through the halls. Alrighty. All right, so we, we know that you had a pair of those shoes. I had a pair of those shoes. Uh, you know, actually, come to think of it, running through the halls does bring back another memory. Um, our theater in high school was above the cafeteria and I was dating a gal in high school and we would like to go up to the theater and have a makeout session and there were th stairways in the very back of the cafeteria that you could go upstairs and, and get into the and at one point in time we walked up Walked into the theater and it's all dark except for the ghost light on the stage. And we were kind of laying in one of the aisles and everything. And the assistant principal, who I believe I actually sold a car to later in life, Mr. Bachman, we, we, see, we, we see the doors open up at the back of the theater and, and behind him are glass doors to the outside. So there's blinding light coming in behind him. We are, we are laying on the floor of an aisle and she points her face down because she has glasses. And, and I'm wearing a, I had an army jacket at the time. I had done the play MASH. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to have this army jacket on and, and, and dead still, not moving a muscle. He cannot see a damn thing. 
<laughs> he looks around, can't see because he followed. He saw us like walking up the stairs, followed us into the theater, couldn't see a damn thing, walked out. It was like so the whole running through the hallway thing does resonate a little bit that I would, you know, I was running away from freaking vice principals in high school. I, uh, the running through the halls resonated with me because of college. (laughs) Now, I know that we've done, talked about this before, but Assassins was real. (laughs) It was a lot of fun, man. (laughs) And, um, I, I still to this day that think that any of the music teachers think that we're we're like absolutely nuts oh yeah because they were in those rooms that were dead silent to the outside watching watching us (laughs) run past with nerf guns (laughs) oh god i you know what i i may still have that gun in a box downstairs it was it had the little discs it looked like yes. a Walter PPK. It had yep. the little discs. They, I love that gun. Okay, so so they weren't Nerf guns. They were they were disc guns, and they shot these little discs. And uh, they looked like the little center of forty five RPM records, which is really dating my ass. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes, ah. Uh, I, I, I swear, I, I, uh, I, I told my friend, uh, Bob this the other day that if I won the lottery, all of you guys are coming to work for me (laughs) and it's going to be just like college all day long. (laughs) We're going to fix up cars. We're going to do special effects and we're going to play assassins all the time. (laughs) Remember, remember the atrium oh, is a safe God. zone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, God. Because how else would we be able to down play that hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go through that door, you're fucked. <laughs> I used Air to game. Sit. game. I on. used to sit in the catwalks. <laughs> in Sandifer Theater and wait for I nailed Kevin Head like ten times that way. <laughs> okay. Who <laughs> is now Kevin Linnell and doing quite well for himself. He's doing very well for himself. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm proud of that kid. You know what? Like you and Kevin, I think were like the most successful theater people that I knew of or that uh, well, I, I think Kathy's done well. But yeah, I Kathy's mean, done very well. I mean, she's you know teaching and, and doing stuff and still doing shows and everything. And I mean, she's she's teaching and doesn't have a degree, so um, that that's that's how Binkley territory. And for those of you who don't know who Hal Binkley is. He was actually the lighting designer for Hamilton and Kiss of the Spider Woman and several others that I'm just not going to. Anyways, he died anyway. last year, so we don't, we no, don't want to. Sorry. Talk about him. Oh, he was, 
you know what? Best guy in the world that I ever worked for. Uh, and in in this theater life, you lose track of people. I mean, oh, God, yeah. you, you know, it's very it's very quick for you to to right. lose track. I didn't even know that he had died until his girlfriend had sent me a, a message. Oh well. Um. And, and and but he was a f- he was fucking incredible. He he was the guy who taught me how to use templates the way that I use templates. Oh, wow. And uh, I I just I I loved Paul Dom. Paul Dom taught me a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. But Hal Binkley taught me reality stuff. Yeah, stuff you can use in real life. Yeah. 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 Well, in that, in your business, because I am so far removed, people live everywhere. I mean, we know people that live in Canada and New York City and Georgia and California. It's like people come into our lives and then they leave and they go to all corners of the fucking globe. And it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's just tough to keep in. in what's well, going it's, on. Uh, um, in 19. 19- 98 I did I did I was working at the Virginia Stage Company at that point in time and uh Timberly Hill uh uh a fantastic energetic um very comedic woman uh did a Christmas carol with us and like Two days ago, I was watching Drunk History, and she's on it. That's awesome. I'm like sitting here going, I, I know her. I, I have pictures of her and I out at a bar together with my mother that I was told to destroy because my mother was smoking, and she didn't think that that was appropriate. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's like watching. That's like watching that damn commercial uh, that Hanger is in, where he plays the boss doing an interview, and the guy beats himself up in the office. I, I love that commercial. It's like, hey, dude, I know that fucking guy. <laughs> I, David Hanger, gotta love him. Um, yeah, that, well, okay, I brought up Virginia Stage. I gotta bring this up because no oh, god, just. <clears throat> On I think it was the sixteenth, sixteenth um, of this month, Blue Bloods. My good friend Bernadette Quigley plays a a judge on that oh. episode. So <clears throat> go back. It is it's what January eighteenth, nineteenth, eighteenth. Somewhere. It's January 18th, 2022. Her show was either on the 16th or the 14th. I can't remember. But go watch Bernadette Quigley, <laughs> one of the best actresses that I ever worked with. She was in the show with Eileen Brennan. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> she played the daughter of Eileen Brennan in Beauty Queen of Lenon. Oh, wow. All right. All right, back to our movie. Back to our movie. So at the 56-minute mark, everybody gets high. 
That is the worst interpretation of high that I have ever seen by Emilio Estevez. True. And, uh, you know, God, my, my freshman and sophomore years of high school pretty much were spent getting high in the morning and at lunch. And pretty much I would, after I went to bed, I would, I would get high. I, I spent like two years blowed out of my mind. I love this stuff. Um, I, where my high school was, was in downtown Akron, right next to Akron U, which was right next door. What were to, you, Bookdale? No, 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 Central Howard. Central Howard. Yeah, which I think is now owned by the University of Akron. Um, and there was a hostess factory literally across the street. And they had a outlet store. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> now, we had five minutes between classes. And if you were at the correct end of the high school next to that area, you could run, pick up a box of Twinkies for a dollar. And we're talking a 12-pack of Twinkies for a dollar. From the, the and run back and make it back to your next class within five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also an alleyway. There was a a small Italian restaurant on the corner. There was an alleyway behind it, and the Hostess Factory was on the other side of that alley. And oh god, the amount of times I got completely obliterated in that alley, I I, I lost count. Okay, um, what's what's funny? is uh when we were in college well actually i think you had left by then uh there was there was a guy named kumar and varun who were from india that that were in the theater program and i do not, I do not remember them at all so yes and varun ended up taking me to his house his house was one block away from the host this place. Ooh, good shit. So we would run over <laughs> to his house in between classes, go swing by the hostess place, <laughs> get what we need. And, and uh, the hostess place made everything. Uh, he would usually go buy pita bread there. I'm picking up, uh, King Dong's, uh, yeah. Bread, bread products, <laughs> all of the goodies. Twinkies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. King Dongs, Hostess Cupcakes. Um, um, I think the, the orange, yeah. the orange sickle cupcakes, the orange cupcakes. Oh, I can't oh, remember what they oh, were called. Yeah. But... Those were killer. Uh, I think they had the uh, Hostess pies too, like the cherry pies and the lemon pies. Oh, Occasionally, yeah. they were the chocolate pudding pie. I, oh, God. Yeah. I seriously believe that after college, it took me about two years to come down from the sugar high. Yeah. I, well, the, how I don't have diabetes is really kind of fucking amazing. Well, that's okay. even, I well, have enough in, for both of us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in, 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 in high school, like 
our cafeteria, I never, I never bought food at the cafeteria, but they had this little, little corner area over there where they sold treats, and they mm-hmm. had like Little Debbie Star Crunch, all like for you know a quarter a piece, and they were back then they were big Star Crunch, they were real, you know. So I would like get crap food for fifty cents. I think Tuesdays was the only day of the week I had real food because across the street was this really kick-ass uh, Greek church, and they had hiros for like a dollar, and this entire like line of like lettuce and all the accoutrements that you could put on there. So I'm like loading it up with fucking yeah, well, yogurt dressing and tomatoes and garlic and. Yeah, I, I ate well on Tuesdays for, for two bucks. Dollar. Oh so, yeah, well, it was like dollar. for two dollars you got the gyro, the hero, however you I want to pronounce it. I went to Stratus the other day. Well, actually, it was about a month ago. Got a hero and some falafel and uh, a couple of. It was twenty five dollars. Oh, I know, man. We're talking nineteen eighty four. You know, it was like you, you could get the you could drink. You could get the uh, baklava, and you could get the gyro. It cost you about two fifty, roughly. Mm. Oh, and it was homemade by old Greek women. It was fucking amazing. It was fantastic. All right, all right. Okay. Um, we we gotta get back to this movie, but I am yes. going to tell you right now. Next week's show. Oh God. Next week's show. Yes. Fam or family? That's a that's Mr. Bob Bavir. <laughs> uh, he is he is with me on the Cleveland sports fan. Oh, okay. Um. <clears throat> I, 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 okay, so here, here's the thing. I knew that I was having trouble with my mouth, and I called Bob yesterday, and I was like, Bob, do you know anything about the Breakfast Club? He went, yeah. Okay. I said, um, can you Zoom with us tomorrow? And I forgot to bring him in. Everybody, and now he's calling, going, "Where the fuck are you guys?" Everybody, we're we're gonna take a break here. Um, Bert, oh god, we're you, gonna get somebody else. Do you need to go pee? Uh, I need oh. some more ice, so I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. Where yet? Okay. Okay, so Bob is about to get on. Okay. Have you ever watched a a a show on YouTube called Hot Ones? Oh god, yes. Hell yes. Okay. In about two to three weeks, we are going to do a Hot Ones episode on our show, but I'm having the Cleveland sports fan guys that live in Canton come over to your house. We have to figure out how... Oh, guess who's here? (laughs) We have to figure out how to make this happen. 
All right, man. Uh, I, you and Bob have actually met before. We have? You guys have met before. Uh, it was at my wedding. Bob came to the wedding but had to leave and go to... Uh, where was it that you had to go? Oh, Domino's Pizza. Bob was wedding? The, I'm confused. The first okay. one? The, Scott, I do not remember your wedding at all. Well, you were drunk. Yeah, I, I was the best man. I don't remember it either, so don't worry about it. This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR car f1 and indycar talk show hosted by scoot the cleveland sports fan himself new episodes every day at 6 a.m eastern visit us at redcircle.com forward slash cleveland dash sport dash fan terry and tracy a, were there it was not a memorable event <laughs> All except for the fact we got lighters, and I still have one, which pisses him the fuck off. I'm pretty sure it was catered by Taco Bell. <laughs> now, come on. It was at least Chipotle quality. Come on. Come on, man. It was Sadie Renee's. back then. It was Sadie Renee's. Come on, man. I do not remember going to your wedding. I'm an old man, dude. Which you are, too. (laughs) You came to the wedding, but you had to leave to go to the store. Well, there's a big fucking shock. Well, here was the thing. He he was the manager of the store. I was the assistant manager. So Dawn basically looked at both of us and said, figure it the fuck out (laughs) because (laughs) the store has to be open. Hey, where was that? Her Where was that wedding? Wasn't leaving. Uh, that wedding was at uh, an Episcopal church in Canton. Wait, the first one? Yeah, the one that you were at. Oh, that's right. We were out back smoking. It was on uh, Market Avenue. Where was the? Uh, where's the? Where, where was the after party at? Where's the uh, Sadie and that? Renee's? What? Sadie and Renee's. Really? Yeah. Was it called Cracker Jacks back then? No, it was Sadie and Renee's at the the time. Um, And it was upstairs. So the bar was downstairs, but they had, they had a, they had a party room upstairs. Am I allowed to smoke on this podcast? Because I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, we yes, yes, you are. We we here have um, no rules, none. I'm Devil's Cut and uh, Devil's Cut. What what uh, and ginger ale ginger tonight? Ale. I'm doing a new bourbon I found the other day, uh, and it's actually something you can drink straight. It's it's not bad, and it's only about yeah, thirty. I like bucks. bourbon, but it's so damn strong. 
this is okay. I mean, just on ice, let it melt. Oh yeah, I, I will always put it on ice. Yeah, yeah. The only out, the only liquor I drink straight is tequila. Oh, Ooh, that's not, not true. You were you were drinking rum like a month ago. Yeah, straight that's out of the bottle. True. I'll give you that. <laughs> I have my I have my I have my hat on because I don't want Scott to know that I cut my hair. Oh fuck! Oh, let's see be, this shit. Come on, let's go, be, man. Because there is actually a bet on this. Oh shit! He said he said to me in a Cleveland sports fan show the other day. That he would not cut his hair until the Cleveland Browns won a Super Bowl. No, I said go to the Super Bowl. Go back and listen to the show, my friend. I'm the one that kept saying go to the Super Bowl. You kept saying wins a Super Bowl. I lied. I still got it. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Grow that baby out. I mean, they could just. They could just show up in the audience at a Super Bowl, and you could win the bet at that point. <laughs> so, so Burke Burke lives like right around the corner from you. Oh, well, like Mer- Mercy Hospital is a couple blocks away. Well, then me and Burke should get a beer sometime. Um, yeah, yeah. So here, here is what I know. Well, I was talking to you about this the other day. I want to do a Hot Ones episode with the Cleveland sports fan people, as well as the Davis and Davis people, the law firm that doesn't do law. We don't fucking care. I want, well, I, I, I want to do it as like a group thing, mainly because it's costing me $80 to send you guys the hot sauces. Um, but I want to do, I want to do this hot one show with six hot sauces. Okay. Well, I, 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 I'm not opposed to that, but I will probably have heartburn for three days afterwards. And I said that I would take care of your hospital bills, which I would never actually do, but I'm going to tell you that anyway so that you actually feel comfortable. I would just need a lot of, like, pre-antacids before Uh, I start. Look, look, Fatty over here has got you covered. I got Fomatidine, which is like Pepsids. I got the smoothie. The best. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I, I got all the. Uh, his, I've been his daughter works at a years. hospital. Yeah, yeah. I got a daughter that works at Akron Children's. We're good to go. So we got I, the we, I, I may actually talk to Sam and see if she wants to be the uh, the moderator. The the moderator for for the group over there. Because listen, the the thing about me is is Scott. You know, I've always everything's got to be hot. Like. I'm a Eli Manning. I put that shit on everything. But I've gotten to the point in the last two years that it just upsets my stomach so bad that I can't take it unless I take something before I eat it. Dude, I can't even eat pizza unless I'm taking fucking Pepsi. Oh, I agree. 20 minutes in advance. Oh, yeah. The, trust sauce, me. Just, the sauce is just... It just kills you, and you're burping all night, and you're regurgitating all night, and it's brutal. 
Now, I know I have not sent you a copy of or a link to the Hot Ones um, website. He doesn't know the premise of the show. Yeah, it is great. to go from... I don't from, know why I'm on the show. <laughs> it is to go from the weakest hot sauce to the hottest hot sauce there is. But you have to answer questions from the moderator while you're doing all these fucking hot wings and it really fucks you up because you, you, you like you kind of lose your mind as hot as this shit gets that you're like given pretty honest goddamn answer it's a great show it's a great show i i will say this i will i i, I have uh I, I will probably be the moderator but the moderator eats the same amount of wings as everyone else so yeah, the, he's the guy, going through the same shit that you're going through. The guy asking the questions is eating the same shit you're asking. So he's going through the same shit you're going through. It's, it's awesome. And I have found uh, the world market down the street has da bomb hot sauce, which that's the nastiest of the group. Now, listen, I, I, I've, there's a store in Northeast Ohio, which, Burke, you're from, I guess, apparently. <laughs> right around the corner. Yeah. Called Mark's. And they literally sell the Quaker Steak and Lube Ooh. atomic sauce. Nice. And that shit is deadly. Oh, well, yeah. Here's here's the thing. The, the I, wasn't, hot so I, was, I wasn't finished. <laughs> the hot sauces uh, that I am going to send you guys... I am sending you because I've already tried them. I I know the 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 I trust me. There's mild and there is fucking hot. I've done his middle one. Like I've bought the middle version from the show. The bomb is they have a new no. they have a new product. No, I don't even fucking know about it. I, I don't care. I don't I, <laughs> keep the bomb out of it, man. Just stick with the other ones. That no, the the new de bomb is going to be oh, in there. Oh God! You guys all listen. It's an experience that you only have to do once in your life. No, twice. You have to do it when you when you film it, and then you have to do it the next day when you shit it out. That's true. Yeah, that is totally the truth. Because the next day is not pleasant. No. It's you're putting, you're putting Jurgen's lotion on your bunghole at that point just <laughs> to quench the flames. So, so be ready for this in a couple of weeks. I have to get the ulcers out of my mouth before I do this. Oh, you are. <sighs> tired right, I, I will host I'm tired of bit. hearing about. I'm tired of hearing your mouth. Let alone about your mouth. <laughs> All right, so so we were talking about the Breakfast Club, the movie, the movie. Yes, seen it a hundred times. Sweet. Okay. okay, so we are all the way up to what were it's we up to? The top five movies. The uh, smoking time. weed scene. We are up to the smoking weed scene, which is, is of course, where I bring Oshimaida into this. 
It's Mr. Oshimaya. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> does does anyone need to reload before we go into this? Um, oh yeah. Nope, I'm good. No, I I need a I need a bathroom break and some ice for the next bourbon round. So. All right, guys. I, I'm going to pause the recording for a second. We're going to come back in three. All right, before we get started with this, I have to do this message. And it is Ball Wash by Ballsies. We are sponsored by Ballsies. Everyone knows that. Uh, we love Ballsies. We have uh, we have already discussed the nut rub. We have already discussed um, everything else that Ballsies makes. If but, you would have actually used ball wash, maybe Kristen would have given you something. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. We're, okay. <laughs> that, that sponsorship went down the shitter. <laughs> I just love saying the goddamn name. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, love, I love me some ballsies. Um, ballsies.com. Go pick up some ball wash. It is charcoal activated, people. Charcoal activated. It will make your balls softer than my freaking cat's bottom. Never petted your cat's bottom, but we'll go with that. I've never touched my cat's bottom. Oh, you haven't lived, man. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, that's a great sponsor. Back, back okay. It was, bad, it, it was a bad advertisement for it, but it was, it's a good sponsor. It, it's oh, it, yeah. it's funny though that that like we've had Cleveland sports fan for a long time, and the Davis and Davis show has only been on for what two months, a month? No, a couple a little more than that. Something like that. We have sponsorship. On this channel, we have, we actually co, uh, uh, co-sponsor another podcast who actually came to us and said, Hey, can we, can we co-sponsor each other? And I was like, like a fucking A, yeah. Cleveland sports fan, nothing. You know what it is? We come here, we drink, we have a good time, we we just talk. We 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 love that product right there. Oh, Brewmate is another one that we're working on as a sponsor. Yeah, we 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 sent an email off to them going, "Hey, we'd love anything. A, a, a fucking sticker." don't care love your product they're like yeah we're not accepting anything at this time we're like yeah but your shit's so good we're still going to talk about you so whatever roommate <laughs> oh just the best shit ever Mm-mm-mm. love it all right so we were talking about the breakfast club my friend and you said that you are a you are a uh you you've seen a aficionado yeah. So we were on, what were we on? The the smoking the pot section. Smoking pot. If you have any uh, insights or tidbits you'd like to recant now, before now, they smoke dope, 
please do. I mean, we've gone over the fucking Nikes that the one kid was wearing that I used to actually own in high school. The fact that I used to cut out a book and keep my drugs in it in high school for, you know, Bender's locker scene. Is there anything pre smoking dope in that movie that you'd like to, uh, that you'd like to talk about that relates to your life in some way, shape or form. It's not going to relate to my life in shape or form, but that scene where, where they get high and they start dancing around and, and they're up, you know, in the second floor and they're doing whatever and they're dancing and everything. And that's a great scene. But my favorite part, honestly, of all of that is when the principal comes back in and, and asks Bender about his weed and he goes, it's in Johnson shorts. <laughs> and his eyeballs bulge out. <laughs> That's my favorite part of that part of the movie. <sighs> and, and, and honestly, I love that. I honestly love the joke that he never finishes as he's crawling through the ceiling tiles where he's talking about a, a nude a lady in a poodle. Into a yeah. bar. <laughs> and like, he's got they never finished They never finished the, the goddamn joke. What's funny about that is that that was all Then he goes done on purpose. <clears throat> um and and it was Judd Nelson's suggestion to John Hughes. Well, to Judd, do that. Judd Nelson made that movie. Let's be clear. I think Judd Nelson was probably the biggest character in the movie. Um, uh, oh, you, you know, okay, wait, let's save that till the end. Um, we were at the, the Smoking Pot series. What's, what's after that for you, Burke? Oh, the shit that that stuck out with me. Oh God, yeah. Remember when he is stuck in Vernon's closet, and Molly Ringwald walks in, and she goes, "Were you really upset when I said blah blah blah?" And he shakes his head yes and says, "No, I do that." all the fucking time to people and it totally fucks with them like it's a it, it's something you have to cultivate you have to practice shaking your head no and saying yes and shaking your head yes and saying no because it's fucking difficult but it's a great talent to have yeah i i'm gonna say that you know after he was walking through the rafters and he fell through, and he's like, I forgot, forgot my, my pencil. pencil. I forgot my <laughs> pencil. And then he gets locked into the closet. Yeah, you're right. I get that. And that's where the movie kind of started to... It, it, it started to where it was going to culminate in things 
that now, okay, now Molly Ringwald is putting makeup on Ali Sheedy and um, not Charlie Sheen, his son, but Emilio Emilio Estevez, yeah. Emilio Estevez was kind of an, he was kind of an also ran character in that movie to me. Like he really wasn't totally relevant, but he had his parts. There was purpose in the movie for him, I think. And yeah, it- I, I I agree, but it, it, he did not have the total. He wasn't as relevant as a lot of the other characters. Uh, yeah, in but my I mean, opinion. you got to admit though, the jocks in high school really had a big influence on high school period. So uh, he, you had to have that character in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I- and Anthony Michael Hall is just that fucking nerd who ends up at the end of the day, and I know we're still talking about when they smoke pot, writing the letter at the end of the day and basically saying, fuck you. Which, yeah, the kid that plays D&D is basically pissing off the uh, authority, which is... I, I- Fucking great. I think I think the the okay, like after the smoking pot scene, we were we were about to discuss them sitting down uh and and talking in the circle jerk uh upstairs where where Anthony Michael Hall goes into well actually it, Anthony Michael Hall asked the question of whether they would be friends. Right. On Monday. And they all said, fuck no. Yeah. Well, half said fuck no. No. Yeah, I think Ellis Sheedy was yes. kind of like okay with it. Well, hello. Well, well, Emilio Estevez was okay with it, but Molly Ringwald basically shuts him down and says, you know you're not going to do that. So he kind of he kind of backs down in the end. Ali Sheedy is is all for it. Bender's just kind of there to be. Bender. Bender's there to be an antagonist. Bender's me. Bender is Bob. I will honestly <laughs> say that. Yeah, but I mean, but we go into we go into this whole. Bender, s- no, no, hold on. The Bender character in that scene. He, he's got a point. I mean, that's the problem with that character. Is like, yeah, it's a dick maneuver, but he's got a point. I'm I'm trying to keep your kid from interrupting our show. Mm. Um. Sorry, I'm eating a salad because I haven't eaten all day. Apparently he's having trouble sending me the show for tomorrow. Um, okay, so <clears throat> in this period, I I think one of the things that that I related to, and I was telling Burke this earlier, was the elephant. The elephant and, lamb. 
the elephant, the the, the you got to pull the trunk, and 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 the light goes on, but my light didn't go on. It didn't go on. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I didn't know what to do. I, 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 so I brought a gun to school. And I, what type of gun was it? It was a flare gun. Flare gun. Right, 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 right. This totally relates to me. <laughs> I would be that wow. stupid. Well, I would honestly be that, that okay. That, that not not, not that I would wow. be that stupid to not be able to make the light light up. But if you I were would, in that situation, I, you would if bring I a was in gun. that, uh, dude, this is the one situation that I sat back all the way through. <laughs> like, like Burke and I were talking. I was like, okay, we've got to come up with with relationships between us and the movie. And I was like, this is the only one that really pertains to me. And I am, that just means that I'm a geek. So you couldn't pull the trunk? No, that's not it. I am very good at electrical. I could make that thing work, but I could totally see myself failing <clears throat> and being stupid enough to think that a flare gun was going to take care of the problem. Well, see, I'm the motherfucker that wouldn't care. <laughs> like Bender and just say fuck it I'm going to do whatever I got to do you see I, you see, here, here's the thing Bob I do not see you as Bender okay I see you as the teacher how <laughs> how I see you as the teacher you fuck with I'm the bull. I'm not going to walk around with toilet paper hanging out of my ass. You fuck with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> I, I just, I, I totally see. Oh, oh, Mr. Bender, you are really screwed up. <laughs> Two months. <laughs> um, I don't see it that way, but okay. I I can't see you as Bender though. Why? I'm an asshole that just does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah, but Bender actually cares. The teacher doesn't. Yeah, that's a problem. Because I really <sighs> don't care. Uh, even though Bender is the antagonist, he still cares about Molly Ringwald. Well, I would, care about Molly Ring I would care about Molly Ringwald. Well, I'm sure yeah, you no, would. It's, it's eventually. He really doesn't give a flying fuck about any of them until he gets to know them near the end of the film. It's, you know, they all evolve during the course of the film. Except Burke, for I just see as Carl. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that would be me. You're calling him the janitor? Yep. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, he was great. Come on. Oh, he come was the on. best character in the whole show. I see Actually, all you guys doing show, your like... shit. I know everything. 
I, I am the eyes and ears of this fucking establishment. Institution. <laughs> I go through your lock. I go through your lockers. I go through your letters. I and know where you're by the ashes. <laughs> by the way, I am the eyes and the ears, ears of this establishment. Yes. Yes. And by the and way, then, that clock is 25 and minutes then, slow. And then Anthony Michael Hall says something. He goes, like, he says something, and, and, and Bender goes, is that your dad? <laughs> yeah, I can see me there. That is, <laughs> that, that is a top five movie to me of all time. Oh, God, yeah. So I, lo- I love when they're down in the basement. And the fucking vice principal's down there looking through the like secret files and drinking old right, Bill right, right. Like Carl's like, "Hey, what you doing out here?" Well, you know, we, we, what's it worth okay. to you? Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. <laughs> 50 bucks. Give you, 20, you mean give like I have to give you fifty dollars? Yeah, give me fucking fifty dollars. <laughs> and then the next scene is is them. Sitting down there drinking old Milwaukee. <laughs> oh God! I didn't want to talk about that. Oh God! That's high school all over again. All right, I got one, one more piece. This is the very end of the movie, where Bender gets the diamond earring from his girlfriend and puts it in his ear. I Molly actually, Ringwald. Yes, I actually. Got my ear pierced. Claire. Claire. That's a fat girl's name. Claire. Um, it is a fat girl's name. <laughs> I actually got my ear pierced in high school one morning. And uh, yeah, that yeah, does totally rings. That just resonates with me because, yeah, I got, I got my ear pierced in high school one morning. A couple ice cubes. Somebody came up and just fucking shoved an earring in my ear. And I was like, oh, God damn, that hurts. And then I had to go to dance class after that where you're, like, doing this shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. This you're so gay. Okay, I'm not yeah, gonna a little bit. Go, I'm not going to come on on you going to dance class. Dance it was class. Point, it was, it, we had to do it for that, the fucking show. See, the end of that movie, when he put the earring in the air and they all – got let out of detention and he walked across the football field. That was all about Judd Nelson and Bender basically saying, I won this whole fucking thing. Yep. Um, okay. So a little piece of trivia here. Oh God. We have trivia. Yeah, right. we've, we've had trivia all the way through the night. Is it about um, Baker Mayfield? And then uh, we don't talk sports on this show. I, I don't do sports, dude. We we talk drinking. We talk movies. We talk things that we like to do. We do not talk sports. I you talk sports. I just won't understand a goddamn thing you're saying. So, in the movie... Uh, We talked about Anthony Michael Hall being dropped off by his mother and his sister, who are actually his mother and sister. In real life. In real life. 
I did not know that. At the end of the show, he is picked up by guess who? His father. Bob. Who's played by whom? Well, yes, it's his father, but played by whom? I have no clue. John Hughes. Well, fuck, that was him, wasn't it? John Hughes plays uh, Anthony Michael Hall's father when he picks him up from the the thing. Um, That's awesome. As far as the end of the movie goes, uh, from a professional standpoint, um, the the walking of Judd Nelson across the across the field uh, in lone solidarity, uh, raising his hand, um, was actually not meant to make the film. Well, it's a good goddamn thing it did. It was never meant to be a freeze frame. Uh, Judd Nelson was directed to just walk across the field. And he threw his hand up, and John Hughes decided to freeze frame it at that point in time. Well, that was smart. So, there's that. (laughs) I mean, you guys talk about movies, and I love it, and that's great. And I will participate in talking about movies. But one of these days, you guys got to talk about The Fugitive. The original movie with Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. Great Well, we we are going to do reviews once a month on this podcast. Okay. So, maybe The Fugitive is the next one that we go and talk about. If if I can find this goddamn thing somewhere on a streaming cast. You've never seen it? Oh, I've seen it. It's just been a couple fucking decades. Right. I get it. <laughs> now, here, here's the thing. Burke, Burke was talking to me earlier about doing, uh, what what was it? Spider-Man. Yeah, I just saw the recent Spider-Man movie. It was, uh, if you're into the whole Marvel comic shit. Which I'm not. Was, it was a God damn! Like I had low expectations for this damn thing. It blew me away because it gathered up every other Spider-Man movie, grabbed them, took them. Like I've seen the first two, but I have not seen. Like, I have not seen any of the other ones. I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm not that. It just doesn't do anything for me. I'll but tell you what, though, because they grab they, they grab both Toby and Andrew, pull them into this movie, finish off their arcs that were never finished in the original movies. It was great. It was it was way way better than I thought it was. It should have been. It was a great Is that movie. The, the the No Way Home. Yeah. Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. Like you don't really need to see the other two Spider Mans. You could just watch that third one, and you would love it. So Toby's in that one. Oh, okay. uh, fuck yeah! Toby, right. so Andrew, walk, 
See, oh, yeah. I would watch that because that, those were the Spider-Mans that I were you that I was used to. Yeah. And then they kind of went off the rails for a while and did a bunch of other shit that just didn't interest me. You don't have to know nothing about the Marvel shit that went on. I mean, you'll figure it out, but oh, no. If you've watched the other two iterations, you'll love this fucking movie. It is fantastic. Okay. Then I'll go. Uh, then I'll see it. I'll wait till it comes out. I'm not going to go to the movie theater, but I'll wait till it comes out. Well, okay. What, uh, what movie in two weeks do we want to do as a review? In my opinion, I would give you two. The Fugitive or Remember the Titans. Oh, God, that's 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 sports, right? It's a sports movie, but it's one of the best films of all time. Uh, It's a sports movie. (laughs) <laughs> like I, 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 I've seen the replacements. I, no, I love that movie, but remember the Titans? I have never seen. Oh my lord! Are you kidding me? I'm it's not a sports, sports movie. Dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm almost anti-sports. I that hate the fact is, that it's a sports movie, but it's it's not. All right. All if right. I can, if I can find it streaming somewhere, I will check it out. It's Denzel Washington and a great host of actors. And Scott, am I wrong? Well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. You've never Shit, seen I, feel, I don't feel presence. bad now. I, I've <laughs> never seen it. Oh, my Lord in heaven. <laughs> You, you have to remember that three quarters of my life has been built around theater. Um, there are a bunch a of shows show. that I know I've seen that you haven't, like Pippin. Uh, okay, I'm not going to disagree with that. And there's <laughs> movies out there that I that are probably great movies that I haven't seen. I, 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 I will give you that. I mean, the biggest sports movie i've ever watched was rudy oh good lord that was horrible <laughs> i love that having was bob on i've ever seen <laughs> watching some little chubby white boy go out <laughs> and just take a snap just to come on uh, fuck. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I think I've I, I've got it, and it is a show that is streaming. I think we need to do Smokey and the Bandit. Oh shit! Smokey and the Bandit. I haven't seen that in years. And it's not horrible, man. I would I would watch that in a fucking heartbeat. Smokey and the Bandit in two well, weeks. Great movie. Oh, Christ. All right. Um, 
we'll we'll get more philosophical. Or Jackie Gleason, what goes? Well, shit. <laughs> from from Texarkana. We're gonna go from Texarkana. We're gonna get this beer that is illegal in every other state outside of Colorado. Cures. And we're gonna transport it. Back to Texas. Hey, be lucky that I didn't say spring break. That would have been... That, you guys are fucking insane. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> Smokey the Bandit, huh? All right. Smokey and the Bandit in two wow. weeks. This is what the drunk Scott comes up with. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah, because you've been drinking since 11 o'clock this morning. Oh, okay. Hey. Don't lie. This, hey, this hey, was hey. about half full originally before we started this damn podcast. I am through an entire bottle of Devil's Cut. <laughs> I already know. You called me earlier and you said you were drinking. I already knew. I called him at like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, dude, I'm drunk. <laughs> We're gonna do a podcast. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, dude. I, I'm like, dude. We're doing a podcast tonight. You want to come on? We're talking about I Breakfast Club. Be, I, I figured he'd be sound asleep by eight a.m. <laughs> eight o'clock. <laughs> no such luck. No, no, not no. no. Nope. I was out door dashing all fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So in two weeks. Right. Smokey and the Bandit. Where where is this playing on? How am I gonna find this goddamn movie? I I don't know. I, well, well, you're lucky I didn't say Cannonball Run because you can't find that. Oh, dude! I love it. No, no, no. You want to you want to go further back? Do the fucking um uh, oh shit! What is that movie? Um, before the Cannonball Run. Uh, Gumball Rally? Yes. With, uh, Fonda. Um. No, it's not Fonda. It's the guy that looks like Fonda. Oh. Oh, It's actually taken from the stories of the actual Cannonball Run. Oh, and they use the actual sound effects from the actual cars in that movie. That is a great film. Uh, yeah. I own that one. Here. I love that film. Oh, I'm spelling gumball with an N. That's gunball. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an anime. I've only been drinking since 11 o'clock this morning. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, Gumball Rally. Peter. Oh, somebody. And Raul Julia driving the Ferrari is fucking great. I can't believe you guys don't want to dissect the fugitive. That, that bothers no, me. No, dude, I love that movie. I've seen that. I saw that movie in the theaters. That's my um, favorite movie of yeah, all that time. Is a, that is a great, great flick. Michael Sarazen, yes. Raul Julia, 
Yes. Gary Busey. <laughs> Susan Flannery. Stephen Keats. Uh, Tim McIntyre. Uh, I think that's all that anyone that's would know. That's all anyone's ever heard of from that film. But yeah, oh, what a great film. Like, they, they use actual sound effects from the actual vehicles. They use a real Ferrari. They use a real Cobra. They use, well, the, <laughs> the fucking British car that never starts. The Jag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which never makes it out of the garage. Which only later in life did I realize was fucking hilarious. But yeah, no, it's a great film. But no, we will do... No, fuck it. We will do... Uh, we'll do The Fugitive. We'll do The Fugitive. Let's do that. Yeah, if you want to do The Fugitive, we'll do The field, 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 Fugitive. I mean, the hilarious part is I don't think Harrison Ford is the best part of that film. No, Tommy Lee Jones is. He owns that goddamn film. Tommy Lee Jones, and I will not lie, is my favorite actor of all time. Everything okay. he has done, and he hasn't done much lately, but when he was in his day, everything he did. Uh, let me see. Oh, let me see Chris, if I can find this. What was the Chris Pine movie he did? Like the last film he did. Um, oh, Christ. oh, yeah, it was. Texas, oh. Texas Ranger movie. Yes. That was fucking great. But even the movie he did with um, Ashley Judd. Oh, yeah. When she was on House Arrest. Yeah. And, um, and, she was, and, and her husband was supposedly dead. Yeah. I, he came, remember, yeah, I cannot that's, remember the name of it. I know. Yeah. It's a fucking legal name. Yeah. That was a great film. And I got even in fucking Men in Black. Mm. I yes. love him in Men in Black. All of them. Tommy okay. Jones is outstanding. Okay, so uh, so so uh uh here we go here. Um We're going to do the fugitive. Yes. I almost I think target search of every outhouse, hen house. I almost house. think <laughs> we need to do two movies at once. Yeah, the Fugitive is going to take a total of two hours of our time. I guarantee Yeah. Well, we were talking about Tommy Lee Jones. And there was an HBO movie that he made back in the 80s called The Park is Mine. I'm not familiar with that. Well, I don't think anyone's familiar with it. Except for Scott, who recorded it. On VHS and watched it every day of his life. Well, we don't have HBO, so is that your ceiling? What the fuck are we looking at, dude? I'm taking a piss. Are you serious? Like in the same room? Wow, dude, you got great looking ceilings. Is that the I know, ceiling? It's Holy it's hell! Just, it just got done last week. 
I mean, it's not like the access point for your attic? What the fuck were you looking at? Oh, God. What did you do? This part. What? What? What are we looking at? You're freaking me out, man. Uh, you're looking at the ceiling of my bath. No, we're not. We're looking at this park is mine. What are we looking at? Look at that. 1986. Vietnam vet Tommy Jones takes forceful control of Central Park. And it's gone. AK-47 with a banana clip. Uh, Off-road bike. Guy in blackface. Cops. Tommy Lee Jones. Cops. Tommy Lee Jones. Cops. God, where's that? Oh, ball? is it not showing you the? Is it not showing you the trailer? What the oh, fuck watching are you the trailer. Talking about right now. Oh, yeah, setting a time bomb. Guns. Tommy Lee Jones. Setting up dynamite. Tommy Lee Jones on a payphone. Pay phones, which don't exist. Boom. Cop cars. <laughs> it's, a, it's, the, it's the Burke play-by-play. -play. <laughs> well, yeah, well, is nobody watching this? No, they're not watching. We have to listen to this shit. So we have to, yeah. Okay, I love the glasses. All right, motorcycle, somebody on camera. Oh, big explosion. Police, cameras. Oh, blood. Oh. Dear God, I can't even. What is this, New York City, supposedly? Yes, Central Park. Oh, there's, there's New York. Yeah, that's right. Helicopters. Glasses that you can't see through. Park Avenue. Oh, more helicopters. Oh, God. What are you on the Empire State Building shooting this dude? Come on. Tommy Lee Jones, New York. Yankees cap. Boom. 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 This looks like Ghostbusters at the end. What it what the fuck is this film, dude? The park is mine. Copyright. Nineteen eighty five. Okay. So the park is mine was was I'll have to watch that movie, but the bottom line is Tom Lee Jones is the man. Oh, he is. I'm I am telling you right now, this is the worst film Tommy Lee Jones has ever made. Well it's probably one of his first. It was bad acting. It was the first HBO special thing that they've ever done. But to annoy my mother like I did constantly, I played it every day. Just like I played uh oh shit. Um Well I enjoy annoying my mother also. Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> I so I, I, if I if we do, I can't annoy my mother anymore. If she we lives do, in fucking South America, if we do the future, mother lives in South America. Oh god, yeah, she lives all the way the fuck down in Cuenca, Ecuador. Why? 
it's because cheap. it's cheap. Yeah, that's the basic thing. She she told me she was thinking about moving to Ecuador. I'm like, are you on fucking medication or are you off your meds? What's what's your deal? And she's like, no, no, no. It's like a bunch of people like move down there because it's cheap. She lives up in the mountains at 9,000 feet elevation on the equator. So there's no summer. There's no winter because it's on the equator. She's up at 9,000 feet elevation. The average temp every day of the year, 72 degrees every single fucking day of the year. So she basically lives in San Diego, but she lives in South America. Better than that, man. San Diego has dry spells. These people got fucking rain all year. It's like it's like living in um, Washington State. They got rain a lot of the time, but it's 72 degrees. Nobody in that city has an air conditioner or a heater in their house or apartment. They don't need it. Then I'm moving to Ecuador. And then the dollar, which they use the American dollar there, goes like three times farther than it does here. There's a ton of people. Buddy, there's places like Roatan or uh, Belize that no, you can I'm go to. Fuck that. Yeah. All, right, like, all you got to do is like get used to the fucking atmosphere and you're living like a king. In, in the water, in the water is okay. Oh, yeah, they got three rivers running through the goddamn city. They got two universities. They got two airports. The drinking water is okay. Oh, yeah, they're up in the mountains. It's Ecuador, man. Yeah. They're drinking spring water. I'm sold. I'm sold. That's all you got to tell me. 72 degrees every day, and I can have drinking water? I'm totally uh, sold. Yeah, tilapia dinner is like... $5, $6, something like that. Oh, yeah. And, like, if you want to go to the beach, it's about an hour driving a bus. It goes right down to, like, they are, where she's at, if you got on a boat and went straight out in the ocean, you'd hit the, uh, oh, what's the the fucking islands that uh, Darwin used to go to? Oh, um. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, anyway. It's like down by Turks and Caicos. Yeah, um, it was way down there. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you, hour and a half drive. You're at the beach. You're up in the mountains. And they have fresh produce 365 days of the year. Because there's produce? no produce. Produce. Produce? Yeah, produce. <laughs> yeah, they got fresh vegetables every day of the year. Because there's no, I, there's I no summer. There's no winter. They're on the equator. I gotta get me a passport. Yeah, I I should go visit well, her. I I think. Okay, so so Bob and I have been talking. Okay. I think I've got him to the point of going on a cruise with me. I'm just not getting on an airplane. That's the only thing. So. <laughs> I won't do it. I will not do it. I'm sorry. So I'm thinking that we all need to get our passports. Mm, whatever. I applied for my on online. We need to get our passports. And we need to do a cruise together 
and podcast from it to talk about how miserable we are. I'm not miserable. Well, we would be on a cruise. Burke would be. Well, I'd be with Scott, maybe. What do you yeah, mean you'd that. be miserable? Because you'd whine the whole time. You'd be there. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh. Mm. Mm. That hurt. <laughs> mm. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. Hmm. <laughs> Don't know if I can handle that. Where are you talking about going to a cruise at? We're talking about going to the Caribbean. Yeah, that would I would suck. go to the Caribbean. I would go to the Caribbean. Um, I, it's just like a five-day cruise, something basic, to get you guys acclimated to going out on a cruise boat. Free drinks, right? Free drinks. I'm good. Yeah, because we'll, we'll pay for the drink pass. If I'm going I'm on good. a boat, I want to fucking sail that shit. I don't want to be on a cruise ship. Fuck that. Oh, God. I would do it. Okay. I'm not buying a sailboat. You suck. I want to buy a sailboat. I can't afford one. So, I think a cruise would be the next best thing. Okay, okay, okay. Here. <laughs> we'll do baby steps, guys. Yeah, Christ. Next summer, we go up to Putin Bay. What? We went from a cruise to go to Putin Bay? Yeah, well, Burke's not getting on a boat. You know that. You can see that in his face. Okay. So. Next year, we go to Putin Bay during. Uh, well, maybe we'll go during the race. You mean the boat race? The, no, no, there's a... no, there's a car race on yeah. Putin Bay Island of antique cars. But I will talk to my friend about him. Uh, loaning us his boat. So we'll be able to go from island to island at the same time. All right. I'm game with that. <sighs> I, I, I would like the cruise better. Yeah, but... Burke kind of ruined the whole cruise thing. That's just Burke. Yeah, yeah, I can handle it, but whatever. It's like a hotel That's room. Cool, That's cool, though. I mean... What do you mean it's a, like a hotel room? The cruise ships? Come on. It's like a hotel room. And... No! Do you know how much stuff there is to do on a cruise? Okay, great. You know. Ooh, this may be a topic for next week. Here, we could take turns throwing each other overboard. So, in two weeks, we have the fugitive. <laughs> oh, look at that. 
Look this at is that my buddy's boy. car that he races at Putin Bay at the antique car show race. What is that? That is a Austin Healy Sprite with a Sebring front end. There, front end shot. There I you have go. no idea what any of that means. Oh, look at that bad boy! Speed. It's a it's an old ass British car. The bug right you probably have seen and know. This is just the cooler version of it. Ooh, that is so hot! All right, I'm I'm down with that. All right, um. I wouldn't mind watching a race at all. Okay, there we go. I will, over the next week, talk Burke into going on a cruise. I don't think so. I think I think we will talk Burke into going on to a cruise if it's free for him. Possibly. So, yeah, I... I feel like sponsorship is the biggest thing for us right now. That would be awesome, yes. <laughs> because I, 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 I think that it would be fabulous to go on a seven-day cruise with Burke and Bob in separate cabins, thankfully. What about, about Svetlana? What? I said, what about Svetlana? Huh? Okay, never mind. None of us on this channel know what you're talking about. Your wife. Oh, that thing. <laughs> Sorry, I refer to her as Svetlana. <laughs> Because she is a Russian. Really, please remember that I'm from the Navy, so I call her an anchor. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with the cruise. I can save the money. It won't take me long. I'm good with going to Putin Bay. I'm good with whatever. But we are. Whatever we're going to work this out. We're good. I'm good with. We're going to work this out. We know that in two weeks we have to watch The Fugitive. Yes. That's our first prerogative. I don't have to watch it again. I have the whole movie memorized in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'll watch it again. There you go. All <laughs> right, guys. I'm going to get out of here. My throat is killing me, and I have to put down some more alcohol. Your COVID, your COVID tongue. Uh, it's almost COVID mouth now. <laughs> you, want, you want to see my cancer sores? No. Nope. I feel like I got one right here. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, canker sore. I don't man. want to That's see right. anybody's sores. All right, guys. We're out of here. I will talk at you all later. All right. You have a good night. You Play too. Convenient. Hey, everyone. Go get some ballsies. <laughs>